0: Yes, welcome everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Welcome in. We're back after a week's hiatus. Uh, as you can see, I'm in new surroundings. I'm in the back end of uh, moving house. So just waiting for a table to arrive. I'm currently sitting on the floor, as you do on a Sunday morning. Uh, no better place to, to be, but we're going to have a take a quick look at uh, week six. No thrills uh, today. Obviously, no, no images and access. I'm not fully set up yet. But joining me as always, uh, Adam Wolford. Adam, uh, sporting your Full 10 Yards t-shirt. How are you
1: doing? Of Course, yeah, yeah, doing well, mate. It's interesting doing this on a Sunday morning, a little bit of difference for us, yeah. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. it gave me a little bit of an extra day to prep, so I've got some actual notes this time instead of just babbling on. So, fingers yeah. crossed,
0: it all go yeah. well. Look at, well, yeah, it's all gonna going well. It's not, not going really well, well for our naps and next best. I think I'm gonna blame the house yeah. for, the last, for the last couple of weeks. Uh, for my I think I was four and six at one point, um, I'm now five and ten, but obviously, um you're struggling to find I think you need to find a a pig or two to find some truffles
1: yeah it's it's not been good has it I've had what two weeks of two and two and then three weeks of nothing at all it's there's no in between at the moment so fingers crossed in theory Should bounce back to
0: two this week. Yeah, yeah I mean it's difficult because you've got COVID and obviously different players are missing in different teams. And it's hard. To, it's it's hard to try and have anything with confidence. I know the last couple of weeks, obviously, I'm, I've been a bit distracted, but like, I've not really even even really fancied anything to, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, just uh, obviously last week the uh, Houston Jags game, they did everything to uh, to get not hit the over on that one. Obviously, it didn't hit. So uh, I did. Say, I did like Watson watson fresh mash game there, which it was eventually, uh, and Dallas games. I think I think there's two there's two themes you can probably have. Uh, for, for this season so far. Dallas games always going over like they did last week against the Giants was it 71 points yeah. and uh, the Jets continuing to suck uh, every week. And like I say, uh, most weeks I've mentioned the Jets uh, team under totals. Um, and that, that, it's just going to continue to
1: do so. Lev Bell's no longer there. Uh, I don't really know what Adam Gase is doing. I don't think anyone knows what Adam Gase is doing. I'm not sure he does. They've scored double digits in one quarter whole season. They've scored 12 um, a couple of weeks back against the Broncos uh, other than that they've been single digits yeah they're, they're dismal 15 points per game on average minus 86 point difference they're awful to watch they've conceded every quarter in the last four games as well yeah, it's, and they, um, uh, yeah terrible I, I guess they're just keeping him so that they can be number one pick well, but then I, I hope I really hope that PFT get after them and Make up a load of guff about uh, Trevor Lawrence refusing to go there. And why would anyone go to such a dismally run franchise? Oh, everyone's going to reject him. He's going to ask, demand a trade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be miffed if there's not a whole lot of that this summer after what we went through this year.
0: Well, well, this is it. Yeah, we've got another four what four months to look forward to that five months to look forward to, to all yeah. that that smokescreen. Um, just before we get into into the week six games, obviously we will give you the uh, our next uh, naps, the next best and anytime scores as well. But before I leave, uh, leave it to you, Adam, to give us the kind of I oh, know actually let's let's go to you. What what's what's
1: kind of the theme so far as we head in head into week six? Um, as you said, overs is a pretty good look. You're forty three and forty three to thirty two on the overs with two pushes so far. Uh, favorites are covering 37 dogs have covered 39 one push on that they um road favorites and road uh, sorry road favorites have covered 57 percent so far so that's um probably that could be one to look mm. at obviously it's fairly negligible though to be fair as it should be they're all roughly around 50 percent i think you need to hit 51.8 percent to make profit at 11 to 10 something like that at 10 to 11 sorry um, so if you're looking at 56% that's actually fairly good. Um, home favourites have covered 53% of the time as well. Mm. Um, so favourites have been slightly uh, on the up so far but it's it's all around even frankly it's, it's fairly close.
0: Yeah I mean the vote favourites is 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 probably going with, with, to type isn't it with... Um... With COVID and no crowds, so it kind of makes sense. It's not not as hard for the the road favorites to to cover the spread. So that that makes a lot of sense. A bit surprised that the uh, the home favorites uh, haven't covered as much as that. That is slightly surprising. Um, Mm. Take a look at Week Six and Adam. Highest total: Chiefs' bills fifty-seven and a half. Lowest total is Washington at New York Giants forty-three. The biggest spread is a couple. Uh, Ravens is minus ten. the start of the week that wasn't that was even it was at minus seven I think it was and then the the Dolphins prior to that was the biggest at minus nine that that Baltimore handicap from going from seven to ten stinks for me I I, I don't understand why they're they're a ten point favourite.
1: No a lot of that's overnight as well it's gone up two and a half points overnight and while ten isn't a key number it is obviously a touchdown and a field goal so Mm. I'm surprised that it's gone to that. I'd imagine well, there must have been a lot of money somewhere for them. Uh, the Ravens beat up on rubbish teams, though, as they did with the Bengals last week. You'd imagine they're going to go blitz-heavy again against a poor offensive line, and they should put Carson Wentz under a lot of pressure. So that might be what people are thinking. Uh, the Ravens have scored every quarter this season. They've won every second half as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I just think the, the way it matches up, You know, Philadelphia I haven't got their haven't got the greatest, they've got injuries everywhere and have, have struggled thus far this season, which is fine. But I think considering Lamar Jackson's not done much through the air, the Philadelphia Eagles have a decent front front you know, seven. Uh, they have quite a lot of depth there as well. Uh, and as I, I can only think there's been an injury or something going on that I've not heard about yet to, to make it go from seven to ten. But I just think that the Philadelphia Eagles gen- generally play to, to their opponents. If they play poor teams, they'll play poorly. If they play
1: people like... Um, who uh, forty the 49 is Obviously, not um, one of the greatest teams, Eagle, Eagles had um Steelers last week and put up quite a lot of points with yeah. without a real kind of passing game. Yeah,
0: I, I just think the ten ten is massive. Um, like I think we said before, we come on air seven seven. You could probably take, but I'm not considering how Baltimore have played this this year. I, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take ten. Uh, anything anything
1: else sort of for you that you are glossing over the the handicaps and totals? No, the the Bengals opened about 10 points. It's into eight points now. Um, Steelers v Browns was three and a half. It's now three, which I'm surprised at because uh, Baker Mayfield has got a cracked rib or possibly a cracked rib. Uh, Jarvis Landry was questionable, is going to play. Odell Beckham was questionable, is going to play. Their three main kind of passing guys are all looking a bit dodgy for tonight. So I'm surprised that that price has gone that way steelers minus three is five to six now Mm -hmm. um that's one that i know that we both like which we'll obviously mention in a bit yeah um yeah other than that the i despite it being the jets i can't ever take the dolphins laying nine points (laughs) it's um i mean they should cover it but it's just one that i'm never never going to touch quite like the lions minus three um, the Jags seem to be a good a get right team. The Bengals beat them, the Dolphins beat them, uh, the Texans beat them last week. Uh, mm. I think that's a decent price for the Lions, but it's yeah. whether you trust them or not.
0: Yeah, no, I, I looked at both of those games. Detroit, I don't, for Considering how Detroit have played this season and how, how, you know, if you bet the Lions, they just seem to either lose games after being, you know, home and hosed in the clubhouse. And uh, I just can't, mm. I can't trust the Lions away from home. I, I agree, Jacksonville are, are poor, but. Um, yeah, Jacksonville at home. Yeah, I mean, I mean for the, for the Bengals, you mentioned the Bengals there. Obviously, only scoring three last week. Uh, I think they'll 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 need to limit the Colts to ten to uh, perhaps get the win in that way. <laughs> get the win on the handicap bet. Uh.
1: Yeah, the Colts are the number one rated defense on DVOA as well, especially against the pass. And we can't get our run game going. So it, John Ross is back tonight, which is um, which is Woo! going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's done nothing, but we need some speed out there. There's no speed. You can get twenty two to one on him to score any time I'm hoping they just use him in the short game just quick slants just -hmm. let him get a little bit of space and throw the ball to him and we'll be able to move the ball but yeah I'm not not exactly not exactly looking forward to that game to be honest I don't think the Colts will put up too many points but um, the Bengals will will need to score a few and plus eight to be honest I think plus eight is pretty good for the Bengals. Fair enough, and then just before we move on to our and next
0: best, just want to mention the Packers and the Buccaneers. Obviously, you've got um, your, your little sheets uh, saying that the Packers are probably one of the best performing teams against uh, against the spread and uh, in general. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think everyone still, uh, despite what a year and a year and six games in, or a year and five games in, that they've shown themselves to be as as, as good as they are. I think everyone's still disrespecting them.
1: Yeah, I yeah, can't argue with that. They're plus 11 um, cover margins. So that's against the spread. 11 points per game they're beating the spread so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've scored every quarter. Them and the Ravens are the only team who have managed to do that. They're 4-0 against the spread, 3-1 and one to the overs, plus 51 points margin. However, they've only scored 16 points in the first quarter this year, which is quite remarkable. The, um, the other three quarters were 56, 45, and 35 points. Um, and that's been mainly without Devante Adams. So... Mm. You've got him back for this one. Uh, the Bucks have got Govan back, and I believe Evans is back. Uh, they are missing Vita Vea, who's a big loss for them in the run-stopping game. So it, yeah. I don't know how to call that a game, frankly. Um, mm. The Bucks, after... Um, sorry, I'll go back. The uh, the Packers only scored 16 first-quarter first points. However, the Bucs have scored 48 this quarter, this year, and they've won the first quarter in four games mm. out of their five. So, a edge there, yeah. Yeah, Buck's first quarter seems like it should be um, a decent bet. Um, But yeah, I I can't call that game just because of the return of players from injury. It's going to be different to what we've seen so far, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, on your on your stats there would uh, suggest that you go you go um, Bucks first quarter, but, but Packers off a buy, of course. And like I say, there's a whole host of players now that uh that are, 10 that are back. Yeah, it could be an Aaron Jones game, obviously, with the loss of Vea uh, Over under there, 55 and a half. Uh, you, you think with all the players that are coming back, uh, should be should be an over, should be an offensive game. Um, yeah. So that should be uh, should be quite interesting. Right, let's get into uh, the, the bets that we like for
1: week six. And Adam, what is your nap? Uh, my nap is the almighty, brilliant, invincible Steelers. They're they're on the run for the Super Bowl this year. They're apparently the best team ever. They're the only team who can draft wide receivers. They drafted another one who looks amazing, and <laughs> Chase Claypool. Um So yeah, Steelers minus three. You can get that at five to six still on three six five. It was three and a half at um, a couple of other books. Um, but yeah, in in all seriousness, the the Browns are beaten up with Baker. Uh, Baker's going to take hits off TJ Watt. I think I saw last week TJ Watt's had a sack in 61 consecutive games, which wow. I think that's what it was. It might have been a pressure. Right? It just seemed it seemed too remarkable to 61 me. 61 games um, also, that's four seasons, isn't it? not In fact, yeah, that can't yeah. be right. He hasn't played four seasons. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say 61 maybe, games. Maybe it was a tackle. It, it was. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, yeah. He had. Um, it was some remarkable stat that he'd he'd put up consecutive. You've been yeah. You've he's, been... he's had a tackle in every every oh, okay. game for the last oh. three seasons. I was going to say and you're maybe... getting your you're getting your sources <laughs> the same way where Lawrence gets his stats from. That's shocking. Um... Yeah, yeah that was definitely wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Steelers are going to hit Baker and he's going to be in pain and that's going to make him struggle. Um, yeah, in fact, yeah, TJ Watts had a tackle in every game he's played. Mm, there you go. Um,
0: yeah, I expect him to have another one on uh, today. Uh, okay, so my uh, the Pittsburgh minus three is actually my next best. So I don't need to double down. I can essentially double down on whatever, whatever everything you just said there. So uh, my nap, I think you're probably going to disagree with me as well. So this will be quite interesting back and forth. Uh, my nap is Arizona minus one at Dallas Monday night football. Um, I just don't I don't see. Yes, Arizona have struggled against in away games. Detroit, Carolina. Uh, and then have not looked as good as they did in the first two weeks. So obviously, beating the 49ers seemingly is not the greatest of, of achievements this season from from what we've seen so far. But they they, they were kind of at full strength then uh, in that game. But, um, yeah, Arizona, I don't see where D- Dallas are going to score less than they have done with Dak Prescott, obviously, being out. Andy Dalton is no Dak Prescott in this offence. Yes, he's had a week to with the first team. Um, but this defence is so porous. It's given up the most points in the league. Um, it's – yeah. Dallas are going to be very lucky not to consider another 30. I think, you know, Dallas um, consistently struggle against dual threat quarterbacks, dual threat teams where they can do the run and the pass. They've got plenty of players. Nuke New, New Hopkins should have a field day. I actually fancy Christian Kirk to have a, a decent game uh, over the middle as well. If, um, I just fancy Arizona, to be quite honest. I don't I see how Arizona are only minus one here. I think I think it was minus three at the start of the week. Um, money
1: coming in for Dallas. Um, I'd like to hear your side as as to why you like Dallas. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it hasn't gone to Dallas being favourites, to be honest. Obviously, they're the home team. It's the third straight road game for the Cardinals. They've gone back home every time, so it's a lot of travel for them. And frankly, they haven't impressed. They lost, obviously lost against the Panthers. They beat the Jets last week, but it was... A lot of padding at the end of that game, and the jets I are inept um yeah the the cowboys i it was about a six point swing from Dak to Dalton um in the books i don't think there's that big a difference he, obviously i'm a Dalton fan i've seen him enough for the bengals he He plays with the talent around him, and he's got the three best wide receiver well he's got the best wide receiver trio in the league. Um, the offensive line obviously is a bit of an issue for the Cowboys but the Cardinals lost Chandler Domes last week and he's the only pass rusher they've got so Dolan should be able to get a bit of time ironically with him being less effective I think it will slow down the drive, the amount of drives which means it will keep the Dallas defence off the field so that obviously I'm spinning it that way because that's the way I'm looking but mm. it could be um, theoretically a little bit better I, I really don't think the Cardinals have been that good they can't get the run game going It's mainly Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And admittedly, that might be enough to put up 30 points on the Cowboys. But I just can't see the Cowboys not being favourites at home. Um, I was going to go for them next best after uh, when we chatted. But I I have pivoted off that now because you're obviously a Cowboys fan. You watch the games more than me. And (laughs) if you think that they're going to struggle, I can't really go for for them as next best. Although I do have them in... um, the red zone competition.
0: Yeah, but the thing the thing is though, like you're saying about obviously kind Card- of um, the Card- Cardinals beating in net teams. This Dallas defense is inept. Like there's the mm. late late in Van Noy, is another couple of weeks away. Trevon Diggs, bless him, is he's trying to it out. He's just not getting the rub of the green at the moment. Uh, we lost Tristan Hill last week for the ACL, which I know you were happy about. Uh, kind of, not not in, not in that
1: way, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, well, he's a scumbag. So yeah, it's fine. yeah.
0: But I, I just think Demarcus Lawrence is a shadow of his former self. He's not really done anything since he's had a, a new contract. He's been getting pressures and 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 whatnot, but. Um, Alden Smith looked great. He's been quiet last week or two, though. I know he he set the world ablaze on the first few weeks. I just think with Kyle Murray being, um, yeah, if you look at how Dallas have struggled the last couple of weeks with with misdirections and you know just ill discipline with their eyes in the in the backfield. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray and all the all the weapons they've got there, I think we'll just we'll just have a field day and they'll just continue. They'll, they'll just be putting points on the board. And I just think mm. I don't. Whilst yes, Dalton has uh, the weapons, and you know, I think we'll we'll revert to the run game a bit more. I just hope yeah. that we're not as predictable uh, in doing that. So, Moore and, and Mike McCarthy will have to have to be a bit more uh, kind of creative when they, if they are running on first and second down. So, like you say, I, I agree there'll probably be less drives in this game than. The, the teams have, have have done previously. I just don't see that the, the Dallas can mount as much of the offense as uh, as the Cardinals can, and, and what Dak can do. Um one thing I will say is, obviously, with with Dak in, they've had, they've been uh, susceptible to to miscues, fumbles, and everything, yeah. which might which might stop with with Dalton being in. He's a bit more safer um, and might. Just knock that 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 kind of characteristic out of them. I just yeah, I, I can see the the Cardinals are easily putting up thirty. I just don't know if Dallas is going to get there with with Dalton and Dak and yeah. I just yeah, minus one. Give me minus one. It's essentially a, essentially mm-hmm. a pick'em. I think money lines five to six.
1: Yeah, yeah. The you the, the money line you'd think would be plus money for the um, Cowboys really, but it isn't. It's yeah, just under twenty-one to twenty on them. Um, 20 to 21, sorry, on yeah. M365. Um, uh, Andy Dalton, 288 and a half passing yards. Um, he should really go over that. I'd imagine he'll top 300 because, as you said, the the defence. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm i going to be sticking to the Cowboys in the bet in the red zone competition. Um, my next best now I've pivoted, gone with Mark Andrews to score for the third week running. Um, he's 11 to 10. The The Eagles gave up tons over the middle of the field last week. That was where Claypool got most of his touchdowns um, and Mark Andrews is the guy that they use there. So I'll go to Mark Andrews, 11 to 10.
0: Okay. Okay. And then sticking with the theme of any time at touchdown scores, I'll just read off a couple that I quite like the short price. DeAndre Hopkins. I thought 11 to 10 was pretty good. Christian Kirk uh, was a decent price. I think he was what, 13, he was, he was uh, 13 to five. I think he was uh, off the top of my head. Um, Chase Edmonds I think was around Just over twos as well uh, Obviously he scored A couple this season already A couple of other Short prices Juju Smith-Schuster I think it's probably His turn this week Seven to five uh, Against the Philadelphia Eagles um, uh, Not against Philadelphia was- Eagles Against the Browns um, and then a couple of big, bigger prices, uh, Melvin Gordon obviously out for the Broncos. and know they against the Patriots' defense, but for Philip Lindsay at 15 to 8 could be uh, was quite interesting. Um, I don't think, um, I forgot to look at Roy Freeman's price, but if uh, Gordon's It'll out, okay to go, but uh, yeah, 15 to 8 for Philip Lindsay. I was and then a couple of bigger prices, John Swift at 3 to 1, Kieran Johnson was 7 to 2 uh, for Detroit uh, against uh, Jacksonville, which could be. Um, that's the kind of game where all three running backs could get a touchdown there and just take the two bigger prices uh, I thought they were quite big and then um, Jordan Howard I think he might revert to his one yard one uh, one rush one yard one touchdown uh, kind of game against the Jets I mean it's the Jets and um, so yeah Jordan Howard five to one Um everyone everyone can be scoring on the Jets so I'm quite happy to take someone like him I think Matt Breeder was around that price as well I think three is four to one or something
1: yeah, Howard's obviously the one to go for there. Like you said, he's been used on the one-yard line multiple times this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like DeAndre Swift. I caused a bit of chaos in um, your redraft league this week by trading him. <laughs> um I going look like a genius. I, I was desperate for a running back. And, yeah, I, I was going out with LaMichael Pivine and Brian Hill, so I had, to go, I had to do something. That smells W. Taking, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not the best. <laughs> So, yeah, I had to take a risk on DeAndre Swift, um, hoping that the bye week has kind of redeemed him in the eyes of the Lions coaching staff, which is a stupid thing to do because they don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, Royce Freeman is 6-1, to by the way. Um, I was looking at tight ends in that game, actually, because Noah Fant's out. I thought Albert O would be decent, but it turns out he's not actually played a snap this year. Um, so, Nick Vanette's 10-1, to Jake Butt 12-1 to um, for the Broncos. Uh, Mike Boone, I like for the Vikings. He yeah, did him, well yeah. last year. He's three to one on Sky Bet, A little bit shorter than I would have wanted. Yeah. Um Jeff Smith and LeMichael Pirine for the New York Jets. Uh, Smith is nine to two. Pirine's five to one. Uh, Jeff Smith's had most of the targets in recent weeks. Um, he's leading the team in targets. Uh, admittedly it's with Joe Flacco, so that's why these two are high priced. But um yeah, LeMichael Michael Pirine's obviously gonna get a bigger role. Now Love Bell's gone. Um, Adam Shaheen for the Dolphins 22 to 1 on 888 and John Ross is 22 to 1 on 888 uh, the Shaheen bet is he scored last week and he's a massive tight end when he gets down to the red zone so yeah. I thought it's really, it, Whenever buy. I hear the name Adam Shaheen, Mo, Halle, Mo Halle Cox and Jay Sternberg I just think yes. of you <laughs> they, they, are, they, they, work, they have been my go-tos for the last yeah. few years yeah, Shaheen's massive. Um, out of interest, I got a massive forty-six p on um, John Ross anytime. That was nice. the most I was allowed at eight-eight-eight. Very nice. Um, so that might be why the massive prices, because they don't actually let anyone bet on them. No, well
0: there
1: you go. There you go. Um, okay. Well, there you go. That is the podcast on how long we've run this week.
0: But again, there's no uh, there's no graphics or anything to 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 distract you all but hopefully we're about
1: 15 minutes but we'll see when when we
0: put it up um adam just get a quick reminder for everyone about your your draft DraftKings league and uh, where they can find your lovely sunday previews
1: yeah all my stuff's on tdtips.com um if you haven't got a DraftKings account then go to dkng.co slash td tips to sign up um deposit 10 bucks get a free 10 bucks um you can find all the details of the leagues over on tdtips.com there you go, and obviously
0: you can get in contact with us at Full Ten Yards. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube down here somewhere. I don't know where it goes down there. Um, to let you, know, obviously, we're going to be producing a lot more content on, on YouTube in the coming weeks and months. Obviously, we have the quiz uh, during the week as well, so make sure you go and check those out if you want a bit of bit of fun. Obviously, uh, no no Thursday night football last week so, or this week, so uh, yeah, a bit more bit more fun to uh, to go and try that out. Uh, that will be back next week, Adam you'll be back next week, hopefully on a Saturday. Hopefully, I'll be all probably set up, and then we'll be we'll be cooking on gas, and hopefully we'll have some. Some, some winning bets to talk about
1: yeah fingers crossed um as i say i'm due a two and no week so
0: a <laughs> yeah good luck to all your everyone out there that's having your bets. don't you, know, you can tweet us a couple of bets that you are having and we will uh, retweet some of those and so make sure you gamble responsibly make sure you pick some winners and we'll be back next week to talk about all the winners and all the losers uh, and talk about week seven nearly halfway through the season already jesus christ but anyway in the meantime in the great words of kevin Cadle: it's a bye-bye for now a bye-bye Thank <laughs> you.